So I'm very, very excited because uh, I mentioned this uh, this sofa of ours, this couch, which is like the, the famous, the, I think it's probably one of the most famous ones in the whole world. And you may remember it. I'll put a picture up and show you just now. It's been pretty worn out over the years um, because you remember we used to have that sex talk show, Leanne. I was just going to say, every time I look at that couch, I think about the sex show. And yes. I think of who has sat on there naked. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is why it was all worn out and we needed to have it recovered. And I, I was, I was ready to leave it at the old premises, right? Oh, and then yeah. everybody said, no, 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 you have to keep this, uh, this, this couch. You've got to keep it going because people love it and it's famous and everything else. So I said, look, it, it, one of the big problems about it is that the uh, sex talk show, they had naked people sitting on it and obviously yes. the upholstery was terrible. So what we decided is that, um, MASH knew some people at Damascus, right? They manufacture and refurbish sport and gym equipment. Some of their clients include Virgin Active, Planet Fitness, Viva Gym, Standard Bank, and they've got lots of others too. They're also very involved with the two boxes that we have on the show today, and we're going to meet these two amazing people. But first, I want to thank uh, Sherwin, who is here in the studio. He is just, yeah, there's Sherwin. Sherwin, get up uh, on screen here. I want to show people... What you, you're dressed to the nines, uh, this morning. Look at you. Wow. Looking, looking fantastic. Nice to have you here. Thank you very much for having me, Gareth, and to all your audience as well. Yeah. And thank you for re- refurbishing. Our, I just want to show people what it looks like now. It's just been redone. And here's a picture of, uh, Retabile oh, cool. sitting on it done in, in black leather. It looks amazing. And it really is, it's spectacular what you guys have done here. And I thought we need to find out more about you, but also to find out about these two boxes that you've brought in for us this morning. So uh, how's Damascus doing? How's, how's business? Yeah, it's going very well. Um, <clears throat> just a bit of our background is, uh, you know, we initially started off as an, an upholstery business. And, yes. And, uh, you know, back in 1967. And, so uh, well-established wow, Well-established. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, it wasn't uh, well-established, but, uh, you know, not to the scale we are right now. Um, and we ran it as an upholstery business for, for many years. And, uh, and when I took over at the helm of the business, uh, I decided to, uh, take a slightly different direction yeah. uh, in terms of, uh, the provision of seating for gym equipment. So still very much upholstery inclined and then, um, started manufacturing slowly a range of functional training and, uh, sports equipment and, uh, now in particular boxing. Well, it's an incredible business and I, I, I know you guys do quality stuff because I've seen it in the gyms and, and obviously, you know, the, the boxing bags are a big part of this and I've never used one because I'm useless, but we've got two people here who are very familiar with this stuff. First of all, I have to just welcome Dingan Tobela, who, I mean, who in South Africa doesn't know that name? The Rose of Soweto. What an incredible, successful, brilliant and talented sportsman you are. And it's such a pleasure to have you here, Dingan. So nice to see you. Thank you for coming in. No, thanks for having me, Gareth. Yeah, so so tell tell everybody what you've been up to because obviously you stopped your professional boxing career some time ago. But what have you been doing since then? Well, you know, boxing is part of my life and uh, I will never turn my back on boxing. Yeah. Even though I'm not boxing myself. You know? Sure, but you're still yeah. involved. Yeah, I'm still involved. And of course, uh, with the help of uh, Damascus, uh, you know, we want to make sure that uh, boxing is taken very seriously and uh, consider that uh, it can help to better the life of uh, a boy child and yeah. a girl child out there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, boxing is a, is a, a real discipline. You learn it early on in life. It uh, teaches you many things apart from the, the, the obviously physical advantages that it will give you. Sure. But I mean, our former president was a boxer. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Madiba. You yeah. met him a couple of times. I met him a couple of times and yeah. uh, he told me how it, he went about and in having to, you know, fight as an amateur and all that. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It was great to meet him. Well, I, I'm just happy to meet you and we'll, we'll talk to you in a second. I also want to introduce Kane, who's here. Uh, he is a new boxer on the scene and he's doing extremely well. He, at 21, holds the distinction of being the youngest lightweight champion. And he's currently reigning Gauteng lightweight champion, number one contender in his division in South Africa. So that's an incredible uh, selection of, of already uh, impressive results for you. Um, have you you've been around uh, Dingan before? No, thank you for having me. Um, sure, guys, man. Um, no, um, like I said, I'm the opposite of um, the Rose here. I just started my boxing career now. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for the future that holds for me. Um, just started now. I've been boxing for like five years now. Incredible. And I've been catching everything up quickly with my great coach, Gert Stradom, as well. So yeah. everything's coming together. And um, yeah, like I said, the future is going to be good for, for me. I'm still a young prospect and I can't wait. And obviously your your involvement with Damascus. I mean, how how do you support these guys and what, what level of, of engagement do you have with them on a regular basis? Showing. So we've uh, we've taken a, a slightly more strategic uh, approach to sponsorships and investment into the athletes themselves. So we've been quite selective because, you know, quite frankly, every boxer out there needs a sponsorship, but yeah. not all of them are necessarily worthy. Yeah. And um, and sometimes, uh, you know, the boxers themselves, you know, not necessarily always loyal and not always predictable. And, well, it's uh, a tough, it's a tough business. It really is. <laughs> and so, you know, we've uh, initially taken the uh, approach of uh, supporting the coaches and the trainers because their longevity in the, in the industry is far more reaching than, you know, the average lifespan of uh, a boxing career. And, um, and uh, so we've aligned ourselves with many of the coaches, but, uh, you know, from time to time there comes a, a little gem, uh, that can't be, uh, you know, uh, passed by, and uh, we've got a, a established relationship with uh, Kane's uh, coach, Gerd uh, Stradum, and um, you know we've identified him as a, a real genuine prospect, not only from his skill perspective, mm. but uh, just in terms of uh, his very nature and dedication and discipline and approach to life. That's pretty awesome, man. Important. I mean, it's nice to have a big brand like this back you, huh? Yeah. I mean, it makes a massive difference. Makes you work harder. Oh yeah, for sure. So Dingan, tell me, you know, with, with you, for a lot of people, how did, how did boxing become a part of your life? Tell me the, the backstory there because it's, it's now been many years, but I mean, this is, this is the stuff of legends. Yeah. And when we talk about how people start getting into a sport, yeah. I mean, it's not always, uh, an easy path, right? And boxing, sure. especially, you really have to work damn hard all the time, consistency discipline but tell us where it all started for you well it's all started in the dust street of Soweto, you know where i had to fight back you know when i was bullied and uh, you know you know i had to cry go back home after being bullied and uh, being you know ruffled by all my elders and all that so i had to defend myself you know um go back home and cry dad say go Fight, fight back and all that. And I started fighting back and, uh, yeah, went all the way. And, uh, today I'm happy that, uh, I did that and, uh, I'm called the three times world champion today. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure that there are many people in, in the world who know your name very well as a result of that. But, um, what do you think separates 
the best fighters from all the others. The truly amazing champions, the ones who could break the records, who can, who can run the game. Yeah. Who are those people and why do they do better? What, what does it take? Well, athletes who are more sure of themselves, you know, this, that's there. You have, you have to believe in yourself and know that uh, nothing is impossible. You can, you know, you can go get it. Um, I'm sure when we're looking at the people like Floyd Mayweather, which is a top mm. athlete today, um, he said that he, in the, that's the street himself, you know, in the yeah. ghetto, in the ghetto, um, he surpassed all adversity. And now he's he's one of the multiple world champions. So I will say to a young boy um, <clears throat> like Kane to say, you know what, nothing is impossible. When you want to do it, you can go do it. You know, I was making a joke now outside with him. <laughs> I was saying, I started as a junior lightweight. He also he wants to go back to the junior lightweight, but he's a lightweight now. Mm-hmm. But I started as a junior lightweight and I went to the lightweight and uh, I ended up as a super middleweight. So I was asking him and his coach that, uh, would he follow in that footstep to become a super middleweight? <laughs> well, what do you say? Most definitely. Yeah. So listen, how much, or, you know, outside of the, the ring, what kind of stuff? I mean, obviously diet is massively important. Training. You've, you've, you mentioned your coach already. Uh, what are the things that, that aren't so glamorous about this sport that people don't know about that you guys both, you and, and Dingan, can tell us about this morning? No, so the main thing basically is also sacrifices you have to make Like from a young age. like When I knew I wanted to be a boxer, I knew from, from the start, no drinking, no smoking, no partying, no going out. So Sounds years, like a horrible life. Those are all yeah. the things, those are the only things I enjoy. So, <laughs> so for me, basically, yeah. yeah, the same thing, like never go out, stay at home. Oh no! Three times a day at the gym. And that's why I decided to do the do the uh, <laughs> yeah. manufacture rather than being on the other side of. The yeah, show and uh, you've got the better job. At least you can still have some fun in between. <laughs> but yeah, at least I like it. That's what I wanted to do from a young age, and I knew what it's going to take to be the best. So yeah. I took it all in, and I'm starting to doing it, and I'm I'm liking it. And obviously, there's there's a lot of inspiration for you. I mean, you mentioned Floyd Mayweather, Dingan. I mean, there are probably people all over the world, and you might end up actually taking on some of your heroes at some point, right? Definitely. Yeah. I can't wait for that. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. So what's your inspiration? My inspiration is, I don't know, I take step by step. I mean, from a young age, I, I watched boxing since seven, eight years old. I always wanted to box. My dad told me, yeah, once you're older, 16, 17, uh-huh. if you wanted to box still, I'll take you. So couldn't wait. When I was 16, I told my dad, okay, take me to the gym. I want to box. And I met Coach G. And from there, I've learned everything fast. Um, I dropped out of high school, grade 12, to, to pursue my, my dream. And I'm glad everything is working out. That's terrific. That's really good. And you, you mentioned Coach G, Gert Stratum. Just tell me about how his influence has shaped your career. No, he's been a big role in my part. I mean, um, even... He can tell you I was sleeping in the gym with him because he stayed up by the gym, just like a yeah. floor up. So I was always there. Um, um, weekends, I stayed in, slept over to train more, to be in the gym. And yeah, he's like a second father to me. I mean, it's amazing. I can talk to him whatever I want to, whenever. And also, yeah, he's like a second father to me. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. So Dingan, who were, who were your major influences when you were growing up? Yeah, and you were you were starting off in, in boxing. Yeah, of course, Muhammad Ali, you know, was yeah. uh, you know, look look up to him. But well, I, I started as a as a karate, you know, I, I didn't want to do boxing. Um I started with the karate. Yeah. And uh, my favorite uh, you know uh, star 
was Bruce Lee, you know? Oh, yeah, and, of course. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and, 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 and do exactly what Bruce Lee does. But uh, it developed, you know, uh, having to listen to Muhammad Ali on radio, and that inspired me. This, oh, is it? And I, I took that route. I'm glad that I live up to, to, this, to that uh, standard, whereby I had to fight closer to like him. And, um, I, you know, I went to all the way to become a world champion. I heard when you asked uh, Kane, and I said to him, every boxer's dream is to become a champion. Mm. Yeah. When you start jumping into the ring and training and all that, you want to be a champion, be it provincial, national, international, world champion. You Absolutely. Know? You want to be a champion because that drives you to get to that level. And, and if, if you could have a dream fight, you know, when you were at your absolute best, who would you, if you could have fought anybody in the world, who would you have fought? And maybe you already did. Yeah. Well, I, I had to fight all the superstars which were there. There was Rocky Lordrich, who was very tough and I looked up to him. Mm-hmm. Salvador Sanchez, you know, I think at, the, at my early age, I was called, you know, the nickname uh, Sanchez. Um, but it changed quickly to Rosa Soweto. That's why yeah. today <laughs> people know me as <laughs> my nickname, Rosa Soweto. But, uh, Chavez, those are the people that I looked up to. I thought, if I, if I get an opportunity, you know, I was very ambitious, you know, they were very, they were superstars, but I thought I can fight them. But I'm glad that I got to that level. How, how many, how often are you in the gym, Kane? Every day. Every day. Like, every probably, single day. Every single day, probably like three times a day. Really? Yeah. Jeez, it's hard work, eh? It's hard work. That's really and and you got a, a decent Damascus boxing bag there as well, right? No, you got it all there. <laughs> Gloves, bags, yeah. body bag, you name it. I love it. Well, listen, I mean, it's great to have you guys here, and thank you so much for refurbishing our, our old uh, couch. It looks brand new now, and we're going to be using it in all of our photographs again. And it's such a pleasure to spend time with uh, with Dingan Tobela. Really, sir, it's such a, an honor to see you. And thanks, uh, you're, you're looking, you. you're still looking fit, young and healthy. I don't oh, know what man. you, I, I would have thought after all those, uh, those, those bouts in the ring, you would be a tired and broken oh. man, but look at you. You look better no, than me. No, thanks for inviting us. You know, it's great. Uh, you know, one thing I want to say also about Damascus yes. is that, uh, you know, most of the gyms, you know, you'll say 80% of the gyms yes. are not well equipped. Yeah. You know, from my days, you know, we will. Are you talking about boxing gyms, especially boxing gyms, right. even general gyms. Yes, we we need more, you know, equipment to be able to equip yourself. Mm-hmm. You cannot just come in in an open space and just put you know benches and all that. And it, but now when we get you know uh, equipment that will help to prepare you. Yeah, you know? I'm very sure that I will say to all you know the listeners, the listenership, your mm-hmm. listenership that. Uh, it will be great. Let them visit the Damascus office. They'll, they will, they will find magics because there is everything that will help you to prepare for any, you know, uh, engagement. You, you need the right equipment. I mean, that's, absolutely. that's true, right? Shall we? Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of these, I think also boxing is a sport that appeals across the board to people. Whether you come from a rich background or a poor ba- background, you want to learn to, to, to have that discipline and that skill and be an athlete in that sport. 
but I'm, I'm afraid Bingan's probably right. There are lots of these gyms that just don't have the equipment, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a bit of a carnal element to it, right? Uh, yeah. it's a, and it's almost an impulsive uh, response to, to, to certain things, you know, this element of fighting. But, yeah, with the right equipment, uh, without the right equipment, you know, your, your uh, success is always very limited. And uh, we prided ourselves um, in the manufacture of possibly the best equipment sometimes in the world. Mm-hmm. What's your best-selling product? So probably our 50 kilo heavy duty punch bag. Uh, nice. It's almost a staple that you'll find <laughs> in most uh, good professional gyms. And uh, I have to say that a lot of the professional gyms have been making investments and, uh, you know, improving the quality of the equipment. And, you know, it's, uh, it's so important to be able to reinvest into your own product and your own brand. And uh, a lot of the boxing gyms have identified that uh, with uh, the investment of good quality products, you know, people will come and people will uh, patronize your your establishment. Very good. It's also it's it's good to know these these people because no one's going to look for trouble with you if you're friends with all the boxes, <laughs> yeah. right, Showen? That's about right. You wanted to say, Dinga? Yeah, I wanted to say something on that punch back. You know, yeah, um, we've got that GBV. Stop, yeah, right? G- gender-based violence yeah, problem in this I, country. I, I will say to all the men out there, you know, um, get a punch bag. Each and every household should. And have the girls a, should have. A, the girls should a, have a punch bag to learn uh, how to how to hit back. Yeah, when when <laughs> you, you want. want to, you know, when you're angry and all that, uh, get into that bag, hit that bag as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. Get that out that, be, that frustration. Be, yeah, just take it out on that bag. Hang right. Bag there if you are angry and you want to fight and you want to show up your muscle and all that. Muscle up on that back. Yeah, I mean, listen, I wouldn't look for trouble with either of you two. <laughs> I'd definitely rather take on a punch bag that can't punch me back. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. All right, well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in to see us thank this morning. You. Thanks for sorting out the, the sofa for us. We love it. And we will hopefully be seeing you all again soon. And uh, good luck. I mean, uh, you know, you've got obviously a huge career ahead of you, Kane, and it's going to be very, very exciting to watch you. Um, so a big thank you to Kane Faree. Big thank you to the great Dingan Torbella and to Sherwin uh, uh, Enoch. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, guys. Very, very nice to have you guys here. And uh, Damascus Sport, you find out more by going and following them on social media. They've got a lot of cool stuff there as well. And you can go to damascussport.com if you want to find out more. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And There's a nice a comment, from Gareth, from, yes. from uh, Calder Santos, if you have a look at the comments. What does he say here? Would 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 Ding, Dingan have beaten Baby Jake? No, <laughs> not that no, one. Much further down. Oh, okay. I'm not at Virgin Active right now. Looking right at Damascus jumping. Oh, I'm, I'm at the Virgin Active right now. Looking at the Damascus jumping blocks. No idea it was local. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're a 100 locally manufactured uh, brand, and uh, we pride ourselves in the provision of uh, you know good quality equipment that can uh, stand or go toe-to-toe using the boxing analogy with some of the big global brands out there. Well, I I can tell that that's true. Thank you all very, very much. Have an awesome Monday, everybody, and keep warm.